now tuned into the greatest. Alrighty then, we are live. This is Below the Hardwood, episode 54, titled Fight Night. You're tuned into the greatest. My name is Ryan Antonio Henry, and I'm here with the homies, the team, the compadres, the cohorts, the amigos, the Black BTS, the Avengers, guys. Nation of Domination. Nation of Domination. Um, the Illuminati. The, Illu- oh, the Evolution. I don't want to be the It's Illuminati. The Rock. You don't want to be the Illuminati? Why would you want to be the Illuminati? You win. They're going to kill you. You're dead. Oh, we're the Rock and Sock Connection. Okay. Shout out to our sponsor. Sacco. Yeah. Terramine Tequila. Thanks for the swag, Rock. Let's go. Thank you for the swag. He's either going to hate us or he's going to love us. <laughs> I, would, I would love oh, if, like, uh, um, uh, a liquor brand was just like drink irresponsibly if that was their take their whole take was just like nah get fucked up like that's their whole brand i would be on board ah yeah right Uh, i'd take that but today we are also the fantastic four because we have a special guest in the building joining us today he's actually the first guest of the season so shout outs to him it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun one um chat chat bring him in guys bring him in Bring him in. Okay, can I get a drum roll, please? <laughs> Joining us in studio is Freddie Reed. Bring me in. Bring me in. I am in. I am in. Freddie Rivas from the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. Thank you for joining us, sir. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Uh, you know, thanks as always for having me. Ready to talk some ball. Uh, I mean, so much is going on. I'm, I'm Jack Dexter. I don't know what you're gonna say. This is good. <laughs> Me you. neither. Uh, also, you can catch Freddie on uh, Sonar Networks, the Pickup, the WNBA podcast. It's great. Also featuring Catherine Niker. So check that out. Um, of course, I'm joined by my other co-hosts, Alan Shane Lewis. Hi, I'm Alan Shane Lewis. I'm live on a podcast. Oh, switch switched up. it up live on a podcast because this is live this is live below the hardwood uh dexter areola bonjour nicole there you go hi nikki there we go there's the hi nikki salut nikki salut um and that's the start of the show if you guys know us uh, anytime dexter does that welcome to episode 54 titled Fight night. Dance party. Is this a censored? Yeah, it's a censored version. Not, 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 not. Just say the P word. Just say the P word. Hey, I only listen to censored rap. Um, that's who I am. It's a big part of my personality. Uh, I have no friends. Uh, no worries. Um. The reason why is because the NBA right now is in a big fight feel. Like, there's just a lot going on. Um, obviously, we're going to be talking about the, the big blow-up uh, between the Miami Heat and the Denver Nuggets, the, the Jokic and Mur- uh, Morris situation. 
Uh, we'll get into that a little bit later, but uh, I just kind of wanted to explain the title there. Um, to begin, though, there's a team that, you know, for the last couple of years has been like the butt end of jokes because we were all praying for the end of their dynasty. Uh, that would be the goal of the State Warriors. But we're here. It's Wednesday, the 11th of November. And the Golden State Warriors are the best team in the NBA. They are 9-1. I know that doesn't sit well with certain people. <clears throat> Alan. What? Uh, I don't know about Dexter. Does strength and- of uh, schedule mean anything? I guess not. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, but we got to talk about it. We got to talk about why are the Golden State Warriors are so good when they're technically missing their second best player? Why are they 9-1? Steph Curry is just we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about is is he the best player in the league today well because that, that's coming up a little bit later but let, let's get our guest freddie i want your take what do you think the ceiling is on the golden state warriors this season nine and one okay so i feel like this is uh i don't want to come across as like a hater but um <laughs> i feel like this is kind of their ceiling i feel like we're we're, we're seeing it um they're playing really really good I mean, you know, that, that's not fair. I feel like they can play even better with Clay, obviously. But I don't know. Like, when they when they first lost to the Raptors, I just had this, this gut feeling that, like, the dynasty, the Warriors' dominance, that era of the league was over. And I feel like it's been over for a couple years. You know, it, every finals, two new teams, you know, I think for, what, three, three years now. And... I don't know. I just feel like the league has kind of changed and I'm not sure what it's changed into, but it's not the league that the Warriors totally just destroyed. Mm-hmm. With that said, I do think they are playing better than just about any team in the league. And I do think Steph is playing better than, you know, pretty much anyone in the league or close to. So respect due. I mean, also got to shout out. I mean, for a lot of good reasons that people have trashed Wiggins. But I think he is a guy that has always struck me as like, he can ball. He's really good. He, he can do a lot of stuff. Situation and opportunity is everything in the NBA. And I think, you know, long answer, but I feel like he, he's looking good. You know, a lot of the guys are looking good. Looney. It's that vaccine. It's that vaccine, man. <laughs> he's doing good now, you know? Yeah, got that booster. He's trusting the science. He is looking good, and look at that free promo for for gaming caddy rant. Go check her out on Twitter <laughs> um, and Twitch. Hit her up on Twitch. Yeah, Steph, Steph is, is going, going crazy. crazy. Uh, thank Big fan. Uh, <laughs> the first is that that that's the first fifty of the season, right? Yeah, and he's the oldest player to hit fifty. Is that is that real? Really? Is that I true? saw that, and I was like, that that can't that doesn't that's feel not, right, but it feels good. right. It, it, you know, we hit sixty. Yeah, I was gonna say. Didn't he? Kobe, Kobe. So then, why like did I see that? Six, Hold on. Sixty in his last game. He must have been like yeah. six, <laughs> thirty-five. Old I mean, Jamal 50. Crawford dropped fifty-one on the Mavs in his last. Yeah, game. wait a minute. Yes, yeah, right. I Who saw made this up? That's on He became the oldest player in NBA history to deliver a fifty-point, ten-assist game. Oh, Sorry. It's one of those you know, Thaddeus Young, those, you know, those Thaddeus Young statistics yeah. where it's like five handshakes, four minutes off the bench, two Gatorades, two Blueberry Ice Gatorades, 
And him and Jordan are the only ones to do that. But yeah, no, Steph is on a tear. Jordan Poole's playing amazing. Uh, you're even getting like production from players like Gary Payton Jr., who's like defensively on there. Damian Lee's hitting three-point shots. Uh, so th- yeah, the the Warriors are cooking, and they can get better. They can definitely get better because you're 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 forgetting that you have to add Clay Thompson into that rotation, and it's going to be interesting. I think Jordan Poole is actually the player that they thought he was, and he's doing great. The system is great. To say all that, to say this, but but. If we're talking about college football, we're talking about whatever, the strength to schedule always means something because you don't get to play the players or teams same amount of times, equal amount of time. So you have to grade a schedule. This schedule that the Warriors have been playing aren't necessarily the best teams. Their teams are supposed to be, I feel. And you know what? No, you can't knock somebody for success. They're supposed to be these teams are beating them. So I give my hats off to them. Great hot start to the season. Everyone's locked in as soon as it came to training camp, clearly. But also... Let's all pull it back. Like, the the teams that they actually did beat that were like, okay, yeah, that's good. Hornets. We're kind of seeing them struggle right now. We want to talk about the Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta Hawks went on a five-game skid, but also strength of schedule for those last five games. Who, who do they play? Uh, and you're looking at Lakers and, like, Kings, which I think are doing a lot better than, you know, most people expected, but also Thunder twice. So it's like they're clip. Well, also Clippers, Rockets, Clippers. Pelicans. Yeah. Who, who are they beating? They're beating the teams they're supposed to beat. So if we're talking about... Teams we should be watching, I think everyone's kind of sleeping on the Utah Jazz. The Utah Jazz are playing great basketball, and they just beat the Heat. Or no, they just uh, came close to the Heat beating the Heat, but they're, they're playing very good, though. Yeah. Uh, Dex? Um, so, their ceiling is a lot higher than what it is right now, I think so. Clay's the best shooter ever. Let's be honest. He's the best shooter ever. This, this narrative. Just, What's this no, narrative? This makes he's, <laughs> he's more clutch than Steph. He could better form. I'll tell you that right now, as a shooter myself. Yeah, <laughs> as, for a shooter. <laughs> as, a as a shooter, shooter myself. Um, um, but yeah, they're missing Clay. They're also missing James Wiseman. They're missing someone in the middle. They're also missing Kaminga, right? He hasn't played. I don't think he's played a game yet. Um, so they're missing key pieces uh, to their offense and defense. Uh, so they can only get better, from what I see. Yeah, and and I'll I'll second sure. that. That 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 for me that was it. Like you're missing your second best player, you're missing a G League um, Ignite guy that should be NBA ready. So it's like, like you can only go up from here. Like it, it should. Out, sorry, should, I but want, also. I also want to shout out Bielitsa because Bielitsa fit yeah. perfect in that system. Yeah. Perfect. Good for him. He's like, a, every time I see him, I'm always like, is that, is that Lee? Is that, what's his name? Uh, <laughs> what's that? What's David Lee? David Lee. Is that David Lee out there? But I'm like, nah, but he's moving, but he's not. But it's also, he's hitting a three. Nah, who is this guy? It's every, it, it takes me a second to kind of figure out what's going on with that. But Is that yeah. on, is that Beedrins? <laughs> is that Beedrins? Hold on, hold on. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, that's um, Alan, you Alan, you kind of mentioned it earlier. Let's uh, let's talk about the the Hawks. You know, they had that opening night win against my Mavs where they smoked them, and everyone was like, yep, the Hawks are going back to the – people were – some Hawks fans were on Twitter like, Lucas sucks, the Hawks are going to the NBA Finals. I'm like, okay, you're going to need to hold that. I like the Hawks. I like I like my man Trey Young, but what's going on with the Hawks right now? Like, Alan, like, four and eight. It, it, was it a fluke last year? No, I don't think it was a fluke. I definitely think this, once again, we're looking at strength of schedule. And those last five games, those dips, they played the Atlanta Hawks, the Warriors, the Suns, the Jazz, Brooklyn Nets, and the Wizards. 
and then 76ers, and then also the Wizards again. Wizards playing amazing basketball to start the season. Top One of the top teams in the East. 76ers are still trying to find everything that's going on there. Then you play the Brooklyn Nets. The, like These are hard teams to play. And they didn't. This is the actually the counterbalance to what the Warriors are going through. It's a team that you should be, you could be beating. They should have beat the Suns. To be honest, the Suns are kind of struggling right now. But yeah. at the end of the day, you know the the team that went to the NBA Finals did did better than them. But I think the Hawks are kind of figured out. You know they have DeAndre Hunter back. It's an interesting kind of setup. You have Cam Reddish also there too. It's they're they're a good team. They're a good team. But they got they got smacked with their schedule. And here's the thing: there's the, the end in sight is the. Not not even the next two games. They have to play the Nuggets next, and then the Bucks, and then they got the Magic. So that's like their first break. The team that they can actually beat. Don't have to worry about some crazy superstar hey, that's going to take over a don't game. Sleep on the Magic, man. I will Boy, sleep Anthony. on the Magic like a temper pedic. I feel no ways. I will. I don't. All star. I love. I love me some. I love me some Cole Anthony, but I love me some Cole Anthony. But I will sleep like a temper pedic, like Princess in the P on that. I don't care. That team's not going to do anything successful. For years to come, <laughs> I, I, I have Putting to very quickly. Sh- I have to very quickly shout out my my brother Francisco, who showed me that Cole Anthony interview. Just like absolute <laughs> highlight of the season for me so far. <laughs> uh, him and Anthony Edwards are definitely the interview guys. Um, Dex, you were notoriously a Hawks hater last hater. year, but you rightfully so. came around on Trey Young. So yeah. I want to hear what you got to say. Uh, he. Man, he's been shooting from far lately, man. And it's not working out. Uh, honestly, the bright side on that team is John Collins. John Collins is playing. He's balling right now. And he could be a first-time All-Star. Uh, I see it. After he got his contract, you would think that he would fall off. But, man, he's he's been balling out. Um, DeAndre yeah. Hunter, like you said, is trying to fit into the rotation. But I think he got injured. Uh, so Cam Reddish is trying to step up. And, uh, man, like they, they have a solid team. Solid coach, solid team. Uh, like Alan said, I think it was a schedule. They they played some monsters. And, man, the Nets. I'm a Nets fan. That's a segue <laughs> later. Freddie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm mostly with these two. I feel like schedule is probably a big part of it. But um, I do think that, not necessarily a fluke, but I feel like stylistically sometimes teams can – just not surprise everyone, but kind of do something that is, you know, like unfamiliar. And like, I feel like Trey had it going in the playoffs and like everything was clicking. And I kind of predicted that the Hawks, like I I have them finishing fifth in the East. I feel like they're still going to correct, but I also feel like they're not like, I wouldn't be surprised if they got eliminated in the first round. This team's still growing to me. Like I, I, I think there's tons of talent. No reason to panic. I don't think they're a fluke, but I also don't think they're really, really good. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And and they're they're gonna go through the growing pains. I think. Yeah. Also, with last playoffs, not to say COVID did change a lot last year, um, and I remember not to say that they had an easy path uh, or an easier path, but you're about to say it. I'm about to because you're this about to. This year is different. We don't have the players just randomly getting pulled from games this year. We don't have all of that nonsense. But, so, but to say that did that happen in the playoffs though? Not in the playoffs, but the season, and that could change a lot of seating, right? Like the seating didn't make sense to me last year. Things were people were Seating. up, people were down, people were missing from their teams for like two or three weeks at a time, right? 
Like mm-hmm. c- certain teams had half their players gone, so it really affected mm-hmm. seeding. It really affected how things would have actually went. So I feel like that does change things, and this year we're not seeing that yet. So maybe it was, maybe they had a little help, but I will give it to them. Um, just with the, I think they just they just overachieved last year. But a little bit. We can all agree. I would yeah, say they just yeah, overachieved. I think so for sure. I think um, they achieved. Hey, <laughs> not yes. under, not over. They achieved. Let's wow. bring it to a team that Aha! a lot of people thought were going to flounder because of their situation. Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers are actually pretty good um, amidst, you know, mm-hmm. the, the Ben Simmons stuff, uh, injuries. They've missed Joel a couple of games already. Um, I think Seth Curry's missed a game. Um, they, they, they just mm-hmm. – they're finding ways to win. They're eight and four. So yeah. – what like what is it? Is it Doc Rivers, Deck's favorite coach, or Fuck is that it? Guy. Fuck <laughs> that guy. He's so shit. He's the worst coach. He's the most. We talk about overachieving. He's overachieved. Winning one championship. That's overachieving, especially with the teams he had. That's so garbage. Think about the team he had. Like the Clippers went to the West Finals last year. Why? Because no Doc Rivers. Come on. <laughs> This guy's so shit. And look at the team he has now. Like, it, he should be he should be amongst like the Warriors nine one. Should be ten and zero. You should get Ben Simmons to play. Like, so garbage. Doc Rivers is so trash. For if he's sure. out the first round this year, it proves my point. <laughs> and your son sucks too. <laughs> Yeah, Austin Rivers wow. catch a, a, a stray. <laughs> he sprayed up the whole block, the whole Rivers block. Wow. He was, I sprayed the whole house and he was just in it. <laughs> Poor family. Um, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, Freddie, what, what, um, what do you feel about the Sixers? Like, I'm, are you not impressed? Like, eight and four? You have, you have all this drama going on? <clears throat> I mean, I, I think I'm, I'm going to go with like Allen's last like achieved answer uh, for the Hawks. I, I feel like the they're they, they've taken their licks. They're a certified good team. Um, I mean, I, I do feel like there's some next level uh, Rivers hate going on. He's done some <laughs> some cool stuff in his career, but yes. also he does have a like you know a spotted playoff record. However, I always. I mean, I feel like when you've won a championship under any circumstance, I have like a, a baseline respect for you. But, um, yeah, I mean, they've, they've underachieved. I think who they lost last year in the playoffs, and, you know, this is like this is a deep cut for me, but Danny Green is a really big part of a winning situation. And I feel like they lost him, you know, right around, like I think right before the Hawks series. Um, and you know, they shouldn't have lost to the Hawks. And I think that's just like kind of a, a death blow to them. I also feel like they shouldn't have thrown, um, you know, Ben Simmons, uh, or under the bus, like Embiid, I understand rivers. I'm like, that's unprofessional because I feel like the way that he did that, you know, so much of this could, you know, could have have been avoided and Ben Simmons chairs, you know, he gets most of the blame, but I, I do feel like. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really answering the question. I'm mostly, you know, going off Dexter's uh, spraying the block up. But <laughs> I, spray two. I, 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 yeah, I think AK they're good. Spray. I think they're good, and I'm I'm not that surprised, you know, to as a short answer. Okay. No, no, I, I hear that. And um, uh, while Alan comes back, honestly, 
with with the uh, with the Sixers. I'm surprised because I like usually stuff like this is is a detriment to your team, right? Like you literally have a cancer on your team. Um, and man, I, I agree with you, uh, Freddie. Man, like when I, when this first went down, I was like, can you guys remember in time like a championship team or a team that was serious go out and just like put a player out like that after it was, it was it was a lot. Like right after he lost, too. right after two of them, the star player, your co-star mm-hmm. and your coach basically throw you under the bus. So I didn't hate the holdout. I was just like, you know what? Do it. Get out. But man, they're stubborn over there in Philly, man. Like Daryl Morey, he plays chess. Like, I don't even know if that's chess. I think that's just like, <laughs> like kamikaze. Like he's and just he flipped like, the board. Yeah, yeah. He's, pl- <laughs> he's playing Monopoly with chess pieces. He's like, this is my game. I control yeah. the rules. You know, it's just <laughs> honestly. It, it's mm. it's a war, and it kind of fits with our theme uh, of fight night here. Uh, before we move on to the main event, anyone got anything with Brown for Simmons? They've been talking about Jalen Brown for for Ben Simmons because obviously both teams are like in this like mediocrity right now. Um, would you want to see that? I feel like I, it just wouldn't it wouldn't work either. No, I, I think it's kind of redundant for the Boston Celtics to have two players named Jay on their team. So I fully am on board with the trade, you know. So, no, um, I, I, I know a lot of people talk about redundancies when it comes to Jason Tatum and uh, Jalen Brown. But I think you can't give up on one of those players. You can't give up one of those pieces. And for a player like Ben Simmons, who like we haven't seen uh, play basketball since the playoffs, we can't just kind of do a trade like that. I don't think that's necessarily going to change the dynamic of your team. I definitely think a trade like that before uh, the you know the season started, you get a training camp, you kind of figure out certain things. That trade, I you know, makes more sense. I wouldn't say it makes complete sense, but it makes more sense. And kind of adding a player who hasn't played, hasn't done any training camp, just to inject them onto your team, is it's not going to necessarily take the Boston. That's not the Boston Celtics problem. The Boston Celtics have a lot more problems than that. And I, I, you know, if Ben Simmons doesn't like Philly fans, guess what? Boston fans suck too. So <laughs> it's going to be difficult for him to kind of find a place and find a home and find a system that kind of benefits his game and kind of, you know, complements his game, I should say. Um, but yeah, it's crazy that 76 are doing this well, to be honest. I didn't think so. The ben, or Joel Embiid has missed a couple of games and they're still kind of rocking out there. So it's like the core culture is kind of the, in there. And, you know, shout out to Tyrese Maxey and players like Georges Niang who kind of went off last night for a little bit. So, yeah. But it doesn't it it doesn't make sense for the Celtics. Yeah. Or the Sixers. Yeah, like the Celtics, they see how good they're doing without Ben Simmons. Why would they trade for Ben Simmons? Like they're 8-4. and four. Why would they trade for someone who's not really helping their team and they're eight and four. They're still good. And they're in the same conference. Why would you make them better? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. So Uh, I see CJ McCollum trade for CJ McCollum while the stocks are low. Ben Simmons (laughs) for CJ. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Me either. I think, but then you you get, no, yeah, actually, sorry. I, I, I don't like it for Portland when I think about, you know, Ben Simmons and Lillard. That to me is like, what the hell? But, you know, I do see it from a standpoint of like, I, I, I've been a proponent of keeping McCollum and, and Lillard together. And like, you know, you just keep working the chemistry. You kind of keep like, you know, whatever. I, I lost an analogy here, but like churning the coals. I don't know. <laughs> churn your coal yeah, for wintertime. You got to yeah, churn that be- coal, son. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's churn the butter, I think, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, like sometimes like people just want to do a trade for a trade's sake. 
And that's what this sounds like to me. I mean, I love Brown. I think Brown is one of like like maybe the most underestimated like part of Boston's success over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Particularly as a Raptor fan, watching him, you know, guard Pascal so well, OG so well, and and, and be a force on offense and, and kind of blow up our double guard situation with, with Lowry oh, yeah. and Fred. You know, that doesn't work when you have a guy that's that big and that strong. And I mean, like Tatum deserves all the credit, but I think Brown hasn't gotten enough underrated credit. Hundred percent. Brown is also. I'm not out on Ben Simmons. Just gotta throw that out yeah. there. I feel like yeah. he is still a good, productive player in a bad situation, and I'm not like out on him. Just yeah. saying that. He, he, he is. If, if you want Ben Simmons to be the best Ben Simmons, here's what you do: you trade him to the Warriors for like um, what's his name? Um, and Steph Curry. A, uh, no, yeah, Steph Curry. No. Uh, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, Draymond Green roll. You have him out there with four other three-point shooters. He goes around there. He sets screens. He gets rebounds. He drives. He kicks. He does all that stuff. He plays totally. great on defense. That, And I don't see him, you know, screwing that up, screwing that pooch, to, to say, to take a, a turn of phrase, I guess. But I, I think he'd do very well out there in uh, in Oakland. All right. Yeah, no, I, I, don't, I don't hate that either. And let us know in the comments um, would you want to see Brown for Simmons? Would you want to see CJ McCollum for, for Simmons? Uh, give us your best Ben Simmons trade offers to get his ass out of Philly because he should not be there. He just shouldn't be there. It's not good for his mental health. He's avoiding the doctors. He does not want to be there. Give us your best Ben Simmons uh, for uh, anyone ideas. And um, you might make it up, uh, on the live video feed right here. Uh, shout out to, uh, we got Gaming Caddy Ran again. Uh, we got Blasted Jay. Yeah, uh, shout Blasted out Jay. What is he saying? <laughs> Boston fans are Philly fans. We use the N-word more because we're less black people. I mean, I don't, like, you know, like, we if we got disagree. some emoji facts, let them fly. You're not not wrong. <laughs> exactly. Can't prove that wrong at all. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but Boston uh, fans, you got to earn the respect. That, you, know, you have to make that untrue. You have to make us not believe that's possible. Yeah, don't throw your garbage at uh, basketball players, and maybe we'll believe that you see them as humans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, moving on, keeping up with the, you know, the thing here, it's fight night. It's a big fight feel in the NBA, and the reason why is because we're here to talk about it. The the big kerfuffle. The malarkey. The <laughs> malarkey. How, how old are you? I'm an old soul, man. I'm a malarkey. Um, I got my I got my rock and sock connection shirt on because you know we're here to talk about the 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 Morris the Morris twins beef with the Jokic brothers. It's not just Nikola Jokic or Nikola Jokic and Markeith. This is a family affair. You got the brothers, the Serbian. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say nothing bad. The Serbian brothers. <laughs> You're a little afraid of them, aren't you? <laughs> I am I'm not making no comments on these dudes. I'm sorry. Remember uh, last yeah. week when you were doing that? So weird that you're not doing that now. It's so weird. <laughs> um, we got the Joker versus the Morris twins uh, incident that happened. If you are living under a rock, we saw. You know the Nuggets were handily beating the Heat, right? Like they were. The game was done. Um, so frustrations are about, you have Markeith who basically saw an opportunity to take, in my opinion, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be objective. It was a cheap shot. 
who runs into a player when he's not doing anything? You know what I mean? Yeah. The reason why Jokic went into his jumping motions because he saw the dude and he was trying to, hey, like, I'm just going to get a foul. His impression of this was, you know, it's just going to be a touch foul. You know, he's just whatever. No, it was a, it was a pretty, it was a, it was a cheap shot. In my opinion, that was a cheap shot. But I want to get what you guys had to say about it because we all saw the aftermath. He turned his back and not even two seconds later, you have this angry giant running back at you. And he gave him a nice little shoulder uh, tackle in the back that, according to reports, has left Markeith with whiplash. And he will not be playing the next game versus the Lakers. So, yeah, we saw the suspension that did come out. Um, We saw fines. So I want to get your takes on one. Like, who's in the right? Who's in the wrong? Is the one-game suspension for Nikola Jokic deserved? Why isn't there a suspension for the instigator and the provoker of all this for Markeith? And, yeah, like, let, like we're going to get into a lot of fight questions. But, Freddie, we're going to start with you. Who's in the wrong here? Who's in the right? Yeah, known yeah. fighter, Freddie. Yeah, known, known, yeah. known street fighter, Freddie. Yeah. No. <laughs> you can catch me traveling around canada fighting anyone that looks at me um winning all the uh no um i I gotta very quickly shout out uh blasted jay he was like uh they're about to call this a brouhaha and you beat me to it um let me just throw out this balderdash this drivel i'm a hogwash i'm old uh, was a lot um you know okay both cheap shots you know, all, all cheap shots, uh, you know, unfortunately are not created equal. I think that, you know, if you compare like, um, you know, Pat Bev pushing Chris Paul, that to me is like much worse than this because, the, you know, the initial Morris shot was really dirty. And I think that he basically just hit him and then turned his back right away. So I think if he, if he hit him and faced up, I think Jokic probably would have punched him in the face. Um, and I think Jokic... It, pretty immediately responded however you know you still got to be like accountable for what you do and if you hit a guy from behind i I mean i guess he could have turned him around and hit him but (laughs) if you hit him from behind and you injure him i mean this is a different sport but like i don't know if anyone remembers you know the todd bertuzzi incident in in the nhl you hit someone from behind and it's hard to predict what's going to happen so I mean, I hope Morris is okay. Like, I, I think this was this was pretty crazy. I mean, I, I have more comments, I've, especially on like the locker room stuff. But you know, I want to let you guys go, like on pushing from behind. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's yeah, it's, it's yeah. I, I I agree with Freddie. I agree with um, Shaq and 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 and, um, and Charles Barkley too as well. You can't hit somebody and turn your back. You can't start something. And not expect to find. You can't fuck around and not find out. You're going to find out if you do that. So if you're going to be the type of person that's going to do cheap shots, well, then stand up and do the, uh, you know, the Jalen Rose, the hold me back type fighting, you know, start that up. Don't don't just push somebody and then expect nothing to happen. There's going to be some type of retaliation. And I definitely believe that uh, more should be suspended, too, as well. Uh, That picture of the heat. Uh, you know, looking for a thing post game, hilarious. I love it. It's so really good. good. So fun. So fun to watch. But you don't want to smoke with the Jokic brothers. They just figured out Twitter just to kill you. They'll, they'll murder you. <laughs> they came here. They like Nico Bellic and the crew. You're really gonna start a fight with a GTA 4 character? Come on now. Don't do it. That's silly. Don't do it. 
I, I, I understand. Markeith uh, and Marcus are a little crazy. They're a little crazy. You know, getting the same tattoos yeah. on their body, probably switched so many times in college and high school. Especially, I think there's some rumors that they switched in the NBA too as well. So, who even knows if that was Keith fighting? That could have been just Marcus. Who knows? But... I know they're crazy and they have a shade of crazy, but there is a level to craziness. And people who have seen like their world like strip from them and now are you know don't care. The fact they're 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 rich, they have protection. They'll they'll do something stupid in a parking lot. They're not they're not playing basketball. They don't have an 82 game season to worry about. Don't start a fight with them. Just don't do it. You know, simple as that. It is it is not smart to to to, to fight these guys, and it has nothing to do with the fact. That you know they're Serbian and, and like what seven footers and um, just <laughs> maybe, maybe something to do with it. <laughs> Nothing to do with that. Uh, we got more from Blasa J. Um, Eastern Europeans are a different kind of white. <laughs> yes, this guy's coming in with yes. nonstop facts. With the heat. Um, I will give you my my thing with this is I'm a known Morris hater. I'm sorry. He, uh, which one? Which 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 one? Marcus uh, Luca from the Marcus. back. Marcus. Luca from the back. Yeah. So like they say they don't do this stuff, but yeah, no, they they they've been doing this. Um, they started yeah. with Luca. They started with OG. There's actually viral footage of when what's his face said, "Oh, I don't attack people." He didn't attack OG from the back, but you know he kind of shoved him, and OG stood his ground. So shout out to OG for not uh, you know trying to cower to the to the Morris twins and their shenanigans. Um, but I, I'm just not a fan of, of, of their of their ish, and it wasn't a deserved hit. Like, yo, you're losing, just lose like a man. Just, yeah. just like you don't need that. Like, the fact that Jimmy Butler's on the court, so yo, meet me in the back, blah blah blah, blah bro. Yo, you know, you're but yeah, but you got to do that. You got to do that. As a teammate, even if your team your team play your players in the wrong, you got to go. Well, I'm in the wrong now too. <laughs> For as long as this game is on, I'm in the wrong. Afterwards, I will apologize, but I'm in the wrong right now with this. I will respect him for staying up for his teammate. But yeah, you just look even. You look crazy too. Like you just. Yeah, well, I'm I'm okay. not a a fan of losing gracefully. I'll be honest. I'm a bad loser, <laughs> so I understand that. But yeah, you don't push somebody like that. You do like a little like hard foul on a layup or something like that, and. Get yourself subbed out. Make your coach go, all right, you're done. You're done. You're done for the day. And you're like, all right, I'm done. You're right. You do one of those. You know, I, I did a couple foolish things like that in some some soccer blowouts that I was like, well, you know what? <laughs> if I can't be happy, no one else can be happy. So I understand that. But not the, don't, don't, don't push some players that like potentially might get hurt. Like, don't do that type of stuff. Like, these, that's their career. That's their job. That's their livelihood. Don't do that. But, like. It's the MVP. Like, I think Shaq or Charles said it. They went for the big dog. And that's what Marquis Morris did, right? He went for yep. the big dog. But he, he fought back. So, yeah. shout out to Jokic. Like, yep. you're the real MVP. Uh, but there's a list of people that it's a they had a coming list. And mm -hmm. I think the Morris twins are them. Yeah. I think the smart, uh, Marcus Smart. Yeah. Anyone named Marcus. <laughs> Marcus Smart. <laughs> Pat bad. Pat bad. These guys Thank have you. it coming. Oh my God. This is the they have it coming list. <laughs> Check one off. And yeah. those three are next. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I, I don't condone violence. I hope Markeith is fine. But, man, like, everything else you do, you play dirty, this is what's going to happen. You get throwing Draymond the wrong me. person. Oh, Draymond. Throwing Draymond. You're throwing Draymond. Yeah. Marcus Green. 
<laughs> also, I mean, I, I just got to comment on the fact, like, if if Doctor Phil can hold you back from coming in, you know, I'm stealing that joke, but that the security guard looked like Doctor Phil from the back, <laughs> and if, if he can hold you all back, you're not serious. Um, yeah. You know, if you don't use a secret tunnel to get to the you know the other like team to threaten their locker room, you're not serious. Uh, I mean, they looked angry, but I don't. I honestly think if Jokic an- answered the door, then I'll be like, um, "Can we talk?" Doing? And he'd be like, "No," <laughs> and then close the door. Um, like, I'm sorry, Lowry. Uh, you know, I'm sorry. You know, Jimmy. I'm sorry, Bam. I honestly think there's a chance Jokic could take all three of you at once. Yeah, I think he'd close the door like the Godfather, like the first one, just. And they just like yeah. watch it. Like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And yeah, they just close. Like, yeah. Oh man. Um, you know, let's talk about this actually. So I think we're all on the kind of the same page. I think both dudes are kind of right and wrong. Well, actually, is Marquis right in this at all? No. no. Not I, really. It's an unfortunate yeah. hit because hard. You don't test that dude. You don't. Yeah. You just don't do that. Hard, hard fouls on layups. Yeah, they're expecting that, but don't don't do cheap shots mid court. Yeah, yeah, that's that's gonna hurt somebody. Also, here's the thing. I think fighting should be in the NBA. I think there should be a little fighting. Uh, to what extent? I don't know. It should be a little bit like hockey. You know, get your little enforcers out there. Maybe you miss a whole quarter. Maybe you come back in the fourth. Maybe you can't play the fourth. Something like that should happen. But I don't think it should be overblown. Because I feel like it adds up to this respectability politics that the NBA kind of implemented during like the David Stern era where it's like... yeah. These players aren't thugs. They, they're different. They're not like whatever. But I'm like, but then people in every other sport get to blow off steam in different ways. You know, this sure. is like highly, uh, it's toxic. It's to- Basketball courts are toxic. Sports is toxic. It's a lot of toxic things kind of going on, especially at the professional level. Let them blow off a little bit of steam in some areas. I think th- there should not be an immediate like, you got to go because I gave you a little push. Like, maybe maybe sit down for a little bit. I know that's it's it's seeping into hockey rules or, or indoor soccer rules where you got to sit down and all that's got to be in there. But, like, I don't know. I, I just don't think it should be overblown as much as it is in the NBA than it is in, you know, NHL or, or, or thing. NHL, you're just straight up just fighting a guy, and you get five minutes. You come right back in the game, and you can fight him one more time if you want. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, our, our god, Manny Pacquiao, loves to play basketball. <laughs> Sign him to attend day, and maybe he could uh, let out his frustrations out there. Yo, but can, can he fight still, like though? Five, can five, he fight like, still, though? <laughs> Yeah, that man. I think he keeps losing. I think that's what happens. Um, Dex, who you ride with, Floyd? Playing Jake Pauls and stuff out there. Come on, Dex. I'm going to go for you with this one. Who's your favorite NBA enforcer of all time? Best NBA enforcer. We don't really got them today, but they were around. The one that sticks out is Charles Oakley. He's just, and to this day, no one messes with him. Even at the Garden, like people don't mess with him, and like those are New Yorkers, man, and. He, just Oakley, he just sticks out. Right? Didn't Dolan try to ban him? And I'm pretty sure in that conversation, he's probably like, no. no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Banning, but no, it's not, it's, it's not going to happen. Um, Freddie, favorite NBA enforcer? Um, okay, I, I, there's a lot of thought. This is probably my most thought out question. Um, <laughs> okay, and, and it's perfect because I totally agree with Alan. I do feel like there's this extra rigidity that yeah, that obviously has like you know a, an anti-black lens in the nba where you know you have baseball brawls you have uh, nfl brawls you have like hockey fights but it's like if you know someone swings a punch 
in the NBA, it's like this massive, like, oh no, what about our you know, largely white audience? What are we going to do? And you know, I was afraid of you know, Miles Powell. So, oh. like, I do think oh. Bruce is. Oh, Freddie, you're a little, Freddie, you're, uh, little you're delayed. going T Pain on us. You're going uh, T Pain. A little delay. He's going to come back, but we got one from Blast <laughs> J, Steven Jackson. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. And Freddie's good now. Freddie, go ahead. <clears throat> How am I doing? Am I am I back on track? Yeah, yeah. Where where did you lose me? Did I start singing a T Pain song? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, yeah. It's like the last like five seconds, I would say. Yeah, just like you know, I think there's a the the NBA is extra strict, and mm -hmm. I feel like that in in a lot of ways is kind of problematic. And all that said, uh. I wanted to shout out Dexter as well, so I'm I'm going deep on this. Uh, Dexter Pittman, if you remember, uh, <laughs> oh, shout out Dexter Pittman. I'm like, yeah, he, this guy was big. a big boy, like 300 pounds. <laughs> he was, and I, one of the hardest times I've ever laughed in my basketball life was somebody fouled LeBron. Actually, sorry, what, what am I talking about? Somebody is Lance Stevenson, and this is this is somebody who had it coming. And yes, please, like uh, uh, all the Simpsons sound effects are welcome because Dexter <laughs> Pittman went in there and he just dropped like a ludicrous, like throw them bows. Like, <laughs> like I, he just went in so hard and elbowed the hell out of Lance Stevenson's throat. And uh, <laughs> I laughed and I laughed and I laughed. And I laughed. <laughs> 2012, check it out. Dexter Pittman Dexter gets Pittman. subbed in Shout just out. to hit a guy hard. And he does. Bruh. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's what I, I wasn't seeing that, but I like that. Yeah, I went um, deep on that one. Alan, your uh, favorite enforcer? Uh, I got to say LJ Monstar. I think that's my favorite. <laughs> this purple one here <laughs> with the midriff. Thick boy. <laughs> thick boy. Thick boy. Good base. He'll fight for you. He breathes fire, by the way. That's crazy. <laughs> no other player in the NBA, to my knowledge, can breathe fire. Other than Dame. Dame be spitting fire. Uh, but I gotta go LJ Monstar for my guy. I don't know. My real laugh, my real answer is probably Robert Tractor Trailer because he's a tractor and he yeah. shouldn't have been playing basketball. That man was too top heavy. He was like a wisdom tooth. He was too he was too big to be in the NBA and move around like that. So I think now he should just be out there to fight. Sorry, now that I'm thinking about like all these players, it has to be Rick Mahorn's up there. He has mm -hmm. to be up there, and Ron Artest. Like, yeah, Artest. That great. face that. Tyler Hansborough gave him like after he found out it was Ron Artest who pushed him. He was like, <laughs> he was shook. So I I'm changing to Ron Artest. I was yeah. the original. Say, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Steven Jackson. I just I just always like Captain Jack. Like man, yeah. like, that guy's personality is just he's real. He's authentic. Um, he didn't have the Superman punch in, in the in the Pacers brawl. I think that was Jermaine O'Neal. That was Jermaine O'Neal. And oh, O'Neal. if he connected. Those fans in that documentary suck too. It was so funny. I was like, I was like, you guys don't even care that you suck, and you're just like outwardly sucking. Like you're snitching on yourself for how much you suck. Oh my it was god, crazy. those guys were wieners. Those guys were losers. I feel sorry for Jermaine O'Neal, even though he produced the doc. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, real quick. Last J said Zach Randolph. I agree with that. The whole Jailblazers, yeah. Rasheed Wallace, like. Yeah, and you know, if we're doing honorable mentions. I don't think he gets talked enough uh, as an enforcer because he was also a really good player. But Dennis Rodman, um, yeah. you know, I feel like he's someone you didn't mess with. He would do 
crazy stuff. Like he'd he fight, crazy too. <laughs> um, and he was really tough, and he was kind of dirty and like really good too. Every team needs the one guy that just like takes a little, it a little like, too seriously. A little weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's the like, Who's we, the we had Surge. Forcer? We had Surge. We had yeah, Surge. You know. We have OG kind of, and I feel like Scotty kind of has that energy too. Because they're very just like, I'm stronger than you, and I'm going to show you right now that I'm stronger than you. And <laughs> I'm not going to say it. We should have kept Gillespie. We should have kept Gillespie. I think it's Dragage. I think he keeps like a pocket knife for some reason. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just yeah. on the court. Honorable mention James Johnson as well. I don't think we've yeah. actually seen him fight in, in the league, but like, yeah. no, I don't think anyone's brave enough to. Maybe he's a myth, man. Maybe he can't fight. Yeah. He's he just guy. said, he's like, I got a black belt. Don't fight me or else you'll find out. It's like, can you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, exactly. A, a black belt in a brawl is like, get out of here. Um, I need someone to test, though. Last question. Just put him in a grip. Just one time on a free throw. <laughs> Let's see who backs out of this. Yeah, he just like puts on a guy's pressure point. The guy's like, ah. <laughs> ow, ow, ouch, 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 ouch. No, Stop no, no. Stop that, James. <laughs> um, Rev, come on. <laughs> Tapping. Over the top, all NBA battle royale. Over the top rope. Who's winning? Rey Mysterio. He can play ball, too. <laughs> he oh, oh, okay. You actually went real wrestler. Okay. No, I, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I just I love Rey Mysterio. <laughs> um, well, Javarius Jav- Jav- Crittenton. Hey, you said who's winning? Wait, are we talking about like who can do like a, a good flying move? Like who has like... Oh, no. Like I'm saying Royal Rumble style, all NBA... Who's who's the who's who's last in the ring? Who, who's last in the ring? I'm, Shaq. I'm picking Shaq's got to be. See, we have Shaq, but every time in the Royal Rumble, they all pick on the big guys. That's so true. I'm not gonna true. Pick that big guy. Strategy. Um, it's true. DJ I, I, Ford. I'm going Giannis. Giannis <laughs> has that background in uh, basketball, and you know I'm going Giannis. Giannis would be good. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go TJ Ford. So fast, you know what I mean? <laughs> like no one could hit him. You know what I mean? Just give just him like, a luchador mask. Yo, Muggsy Bogues might be a, a good one, but then again, like it just takes no, one he, hand to like nah. these guys yeah, and put them the Yeah, I say Draymond Green, man. We've seen his kicks. He goes for the nuts. He goes to win. You know what I'm saying? Bruh. Yes. Yeah, he would cheat. Like definitely Draymond just, Green. Eh, just punch people like, and. Be like yeah. Ric Flair. Yeah. Be like NWO, like cheating stuff. <laughs> Just, Justin said, we know not Nate Robinson, for sure. Uh, this was hard for me, but I'm going to say Yao Ming. I'm going to say Ming. Yeah. I can beat up Yao Ming. Yeah, I'll just stay low and punch his ankles really quickly. You know what I'm saying? No one is flipping Yao over the rope. It's just not happening. I'll treat him like an at-at from Star Wars and just put a quarter on his leg and he just topples over? Come on. Any love for Arvidas Sabonis? Big head? <laughs> Thick wristbands, you know what I'm saying? For swiping off the blood, you know? Um, thank you again. That was the first half. We will be right back uh, for the second half. You are tuned in to the greatest. This is Below the Hardwood. Plus beat. Beef is when you need to cast to go to sleep. Beef is when your moms ain't safe up in the streets. Beef is when I see you. Guaranteed to be an ICU. One more time. What's beef? beef? And it is the top 75. I want you to tell me in as much detail as possible the day that list came out when you saw what you I thought. knew I wasn't going to be on it. Why? Politics.
I already knew. I knew as soon as they made a 75 list, I said, yeah, they ain't going to put me on. They ain't going to put me on the 75 list. I might as well go and forget about it. Yeah. There was not even a small part of you that felt like you were going to be on it. I knew that they was not going to put me on that list. But you do believe you deserve to be on it. I most definitely should be on that list, but it's okay. It is so okay. I'm not upset about it. I was for probably like 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. I said, you know what? Life is great. I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm still, I'm still playing, playing basketball, basketball in my 18th season. season. Who cares, who cares about, about a list made by people who ain't never bounced a basketball, basketball before? Who cares? Who cares? That was Dwight Howard. Uh, great interview with Taylor Rooks. Taylor Rooks is killing these interviews these days. Uh, she had Lou Will. Uh, she had Dwight. And that was his thoughts on not making it onto the NBA 75 list. Welcome back. This is the second half of Below the Hardwood. You are tuned into the greatest. Um, let's, we've been talking about this 75 list pretty much every episode, but it's going to be a thing. It's going to be a thing all season long, right? Because it's the 75th anniversary of the NBA. We've been living under a rock. The 75 greatest players in NBA history have been listed. Uh, controversies because they kept the top 50 and then just basically added 25 guys, which, you know, just left a lot of room for error. But we've given you our top five starting from the 75. Freddie, as the guest, we're going to ask you to give, you, give us your starting five of the NBA 75. And again, this doesn't have to be who you think is the best. It could be your personal starting five from the 75 list. So this is like, let me just clarify. Am I making like an efficient unit or am I picking who I think are basically the best five players to ever play? Honestly, just your personal five. So if you have favorites, you take those. You choose them. Doesn't have to be the best. Doesn't have to be whatever. But five players. But the caveat is position. Okay. Position. Fair enough. So let me go uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Steph Curry, and Tim Duncan. Traditionalist. I like that. Yeah, very traditional. I just tried to go, yeah, you know, I'm just trying to think. I thought you picked John Stockton at the guard or something. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Super traditional. There's some modern, you know, (laughs) stuff in there with with LeBron and, uh, and, and Curry, but I feel like in my NBA viewing and, you know, those are the guys I feel like that have really kind of like changed the game the most. With Steph being the one I would like, I think there's a probably ten guys that I could, you know, put in place of him. Whereas the other four, I think, are like just near in some ways the best players that I've ever played. All right, no, appreciate that. Thank you for that. That was a hundred percent. And you know what? With uh, with Dwight Howard, that situation going on, um, Steph Curry's most recent fifty point. Uh, explosion. I kind of wanted to get on a soapbox here, and I feel like we should stop the hate of players. I know it's not going to happen. You go on Twitter, everyone's saying stupidness about all these guys, but I think we need to start appreciating the ones that we have, the legends that we have active in the game right now. Like, I'm sorry, Dwight should be on that damn list. Dwight should be on the list simply off of the the three DPOYs. He has four, doesn't he? 
I think he has more. Um, how many achievements that this man has and he doesn't? And, and, and he's right, it is politics. Because there's a, a five-year period where, you know, people just shat on Dwight. He was the butt end of jokes. Uh, he didn't get enough respect. And it kind of has now carried over into, like, what, what's happening today with this list. And he even knew it himself. He's just like, I'm not going to make it just off of that. Um, and then, you know, I just had the, the Steph Curry thing. I was just on, you know, weeds. And it was just like, man, like, this man is just scoring at will, crossing over double teams, pump faking. Uh, just doing all this stuff at this age because he's not old. He's not young anymore. He's, he's up there. Right. Um, I'm just like, you, you obviously LeBron is going to have hate pretty much every season. It doesn't matter in all 19 of his years. I don't think, you know, uh, there's been consensus that LeBron James is the best player of all time. Yeah, and, and that conversation goes on a lot. You have Kevin Durant. Now Kevin Durant's been hated to ever since the gold state warrior thing. And it's just like, man, it's like, KD might be the best player in the league today. Like, like appreciate these guys while they're here because in the next five years, two, maybe even three of them are gone. We have like four to five years to enjoy these guys while they are here. And yes, we have a nice crop of young stars like John Morant, Luca, Zion, if those legs don't, you know, just wear out. Uh, but you have KD, LeBron, and Steph putting on performances every single night. Give the flowers while you can, because you will miss them. I remember watching Dirk's last game. I remember watching. We didn't know it was Duncan's last game, because this man just disappeared. And mm-hmm. said, okay, I'm done. Um, Kobe's last game. Man, you get emotional watching it, because you're just like, damn, man. Like I, I spent years talking trash about these guys, and now he's gone, and now I don't have them to watch anymore. So while you have KD, Steph, and LeBron in the league, give them their flowers. So I want to ask you guys, who are you giving flowers to? right now and, and i'm not talking about like you know the young ones i'm talking about the guys that could be gone like the the carmelo anthony's if anything we'll start with dex come on man do you have to ask me it's my guy russell hustle russell <laughs> westbrook it's not every show three times in a row. and then a fourth time later on a different team <laughs> you have to appreciate them man like he goes out there every single game and plays his heart out. Like, whether he turns it over, that's too much love. Maybe he tries too hard. Uh, whether he turns it over, shoots too hard. But, like, man, the stats are crazy. Like, we're watching history. This is history. People thought no one would average a triple-double, and this guy did it four times. Like, we have to appreciate it. Like, me being not being a Russell fan, I would appreciate it. Uh, probably I should appreciate it a lot more. If I weren't a fan. Yeah. And and Westbrook gets hate. Like, let's mm-hmm. be real. Like, he gets a lot of hate, especially right now with um, him struggling to fit in the, in the Lakers roster. Uh, but appreciate the man while you're gone because are we going to see another triple-double threat every game like him? Might not see Luka. it. How long Luka. the gap was between Oscar Robertson and Russell Westbrook. That might be a gap we might not just ever see again. But, you know, freak athletes, you know, we could maybe <clears throat> Luca. Um, He's not a freak athlete. <laughs> a freak decision maker. I, yeah. Athlete is very. Uh... No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to uh, what's his name? Uh uh, Je- Jeff Van Gundy. He's like, no, Luca's still an athlete. All right. I guess he's just he's doesn't look like the rest of the NBA. So we notice some things. But the fact that he's out there going that fast, doing those quick cuts, that's athleticism. That takes 
some type of um, movement, some type of quick decision making, quick burst of speed, and it's that. That's an athlete. He's an athlete. Yeah, but yeah. It's... Same with yeah. I, I just want to add on to Alan um, Jokic. It's like you know, and I, I I feel like I'm going into my wrestling bag a lot, but like the Big Show, when the Big Show could do like a jumping clothesline or a somersault, <laughs> you'd be like, damn, that guy's crazy. Like that's really athletic. Yeah. I think yeah, I think uh, another thing here too, because like I'm not the biggest uh, you know Kevin Durant fan. People know that, but I had to give him his fly. I got to see. Oh, that's not big enough. There we go. Uh, I said Kevin Durant is very good at basketball. I, I had a chance to go see the the Raptors play the Brooklyn Nets, and uh, yeah, just had to put that out there. And then good friend of the show and podcast and uh, uh, person that feeds seedless fruits with or whatever that thing from. Uh, that Stephen A. Smith joke was uh, tweeted out. Yeah, he's good at uh, he's playing some of the best of his career right now. So mm-hmm. just wanted to do that. Yep. Shout out to KP. KP, uh, come on the pod. Yeah, come on the pod, KP. Um, actually, I don't want to call him KP. I think of Chris Stapps too much. And oh, uh, negative uh, connotation. Talking about giving flowers, I'll take flowers away from Porzingis. I don't care. Yeah, and give them to Perkins. <laughs> yeah. As a well-known Flash fan, I'm not going to say. Yeah. That. But um, uh, other players that we should be talking about, like I think Allen Iverson doesn't get the same love that he really should. I think a lot of that kind totally. of miss. I think as, you know, what the internet is, it's very kind of tribal. We kind of find our players and then we use that to kind of take down their players. And I get that. I'm a part of it. I'm not above it. I, I definitely fall into that trap a lot. But I still think objectively we should be like, okay, my player might be better than your player, but I also think your player is great at the thing. We shouldn't just say words like, this person sucks when they're like super, super great. Like especially when they're the top five, top ten in the NBA, it's like that's that's kind of silly. I think we can step back from that. And uh, yeah, NBA Twitter is just it's a toxic place. Uh, and it can be. And we're all I, I've been on there talking crap. I'm pretty sure I was talking crap about like Brzingis all playoff long last year. But uh, I, I'm changing my tone. I'm changing my tone. Did you? Did we all give out some flowers? Uh, let, let let me throw out um you know not like top top level guys guys who are never in the mvp conversation but two players i've appreciated for such a long time and i feel like i never know when their last season is going to be is uh paul Millsap and al horford mm. oh. both those guys i think are like winners that have not won at the highest <laughs> level and they've went against better people but you know not necessarily hall of fame guys but just like really really solid you know, players that were, you know, all-stars a couple times. I'm sorry, Freddie. Screw those people. Screw that oh, Atlanta team. Wow. Right screw now? that. Wow, how dare Jeff you. Teague, screw you. Jeff Teague, screw <laughs> you. Corver, screw yeah. you. Yeah, Damari Carroll, go to hell. Someone I feel like we don't appreciate is probably Rudy Gobert. He's won multiple defensive championships, like, um, or defensive player of the year. Uh, I feel like he's he could win a championship this year, like depending on how Utah does. But mm-hmm. I just feel like we underappreciate him. Like he could be a top seventy-five player if he had some more accolades, like winning accolades. Uh, I think a lot of it comes down to moments too. Like people remember playoff moments. Like if you don't have like a signature, like shot, the block, the steal, yep. it like they don't like you know think about you too much. Like I'll, I'll say it. Does Steph Curry have a signature playoff moment? Yeah, the yeah. Pelicans three. That was I'm big. Okay, see, like that crossover on Delavidova. Wait, did he have that OKC okay, that OKC okay three from half court? 
to win the game. Was that regular season or was that? I think it was regular season. Oh. He broke the three-point record. He has moments. He has moments, but yeah. He doesn't have that signature, and I feel like people are waiting on that before they really give him his flowers. because And that's why Clay Thompson is a better shooter. Because he has game six, Clay Thompson. He has that big shot against Raptors. Okay, he has me, moments. I, I I don't want to go too far astray here, but let me say this. I feel like there's a big thing in the NBA with like the signature shot specifically is easier for people to remember. So like Lillard, Kawhi, you know, KD, Jimmy, these guys end up being like these folklore heroes. Whereas, yeah, you have guys like Gobert, you know, Giannis had to like break his leg, then drop 50 while winning a championship to remind people that he was like a two-time MVP before 26. And like, you know, I think it's weird. We kind of expect guys to have a fadeaway and, you know, then you have a guy like Middleton who has like fadeaways for days, best ISO player in the league. And people are like, You're boring. You're boring. I don't Fuck care. Middleton. He is boring. <laughs> he is boring. <laughs> to, to your point, Freddie. Amazing. Like, <laughs> to your point, Freddie. Like, I, I see blocks as well, right? Like, Me too. blocks are very flashy. Like, Me too. Giannis had a huge block last year. Like, yep. that was a big moment. LeBron, same thing. Huge yep. block. So, mm-hmm. people are, I think lately, people are appreciating the defensive side of it just because we fair. don't see it yeah. and like everyone everyone makes that big shot like dame like he makes huge shots but does it really get him anywhere those defensive plays won championships totally even though i yeah. think defense is overrated very overrated. oh okay i was gonna say no i you gotta dis- they, I, that, that, hard, but... I, I i don't want to name another podcast or what they do but there is somebody who you know likes to say the word casuals and I uh, like to say Hoopers a whole bunch, and they kind of discredit defense a lot of the time and saying these players aren't Hoopers because, like, the, basketball is 50-50, defense yes. and, bas- and and offense. And to be honest, it's probably 55 defense. Like, name me a championship team that had poor defense. Impossible. It's it's The defense is the solid structure in which you stop the other team from scoring, and that is so, so important. And whether it's a steal, it's a block, whether it's a hard hedge, whether it's making somebody not drive because – you're seven feet tall and you probably will swat at anything. That is all important. And I think players that, you know, contribute, you know, more on the defensive end and don't have the offensive kind of game with them need to get the respect, the respect that they deserve. For real. Except Chris Middleton. Screw Except, right. wait a minute. He almost <laughs> made me disagree with him. The fuck? <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> moving forward here. Um, I'm not going to spend too much time on it because, again, we don't really know a lot of the details, but hmm. uh, the uh, Robert Sarver uh, situation of Phoenix, uh, we got a little bit of details, at least the ones that I've seen. Uh, we've had some reports of misogyny, racism. Um, Vince Carter actually had an interesting one, if you guys didn't hear. Um, while he left the Phoenix Suns, because we know he played for them, um, he went to the Mavericks, I think, the following year. And in an away game while he was in a Mavs jersey, apparently Phoenix Suns players were reportedly telling him that Sarver told them to take him out. Mm-hmm. As, but what what owner wouldn't do that? I do it. I I don't I don't, I don't know if you're headhunting. <laughs> <in NBA. laughs> like, I mean, listen, I'm not a Sarver like advocate or anything. I'm just saying, yo, take his ass out. You don't think Mark Cuban said, yo, take out DeAndre Jordan? No, but he was fizz like. 
like injured to harm. I want Dexter to run a franchise. <laughs> <laughs> just, just everyone getting like totally fucked up. This guy is gonna give like, Brody a hundred million dollars a season. Who's my team? Pat Riley gave Bruce away Bowen, to Marquise Dexter Morris. Pittman. <laughs> like Pat Riley is like, yeah, Marquise, you know, you know what's up. Yo, Pat Bev. Yo, think Palmer. Yo, Pat Bev. Yo, you see Westbrook? Yeah, yeah, wink. Well, Bomber sucks too, so. <laughs> Billionaire Bomber Club, boy. Billionaire Bomber Club. Yeah, no, yeah, I think that's yeah, setting a hit out on an ex ex player. I think you should, you know, uh, rejoice, old players. Alum, that's, that's alumni. You were part of the squad. You were part of the, you know, the, the the squadron and whatnot. I feel like you should be received well when you come back, unless it's just like completely bad blood which i don't think that's what happened over there in, in with carter and the sons um yeah there's also other weird stuff like his the wife now is like uh sarver's wife is messaging players and she's like i wasn't threatening them i was just messaging them to not come forward you know a threat um and some other weird stuff like apparently sarver was like i don't know once again this is part of the whole investigation stuff but like uh telling the the the, the women at the phoenix uh, strip clubs to have children from NBA players, so it locks a player into the town, the city, so they don't want to go away. Like that's diabolical. That's some, some weird, like slave master colonial. Like breed these ballers, and then later on in twenty years, we'll have a basketball player of our very own. You know, it's just it's all this kind of weird area. And the fact that he came out in front of this thing like days before this story, to be honest, I think put a spotlight on it because like. I, I heard yeah I heard about it but I was like oh why is the Phoenix Suns like I'm so sorry to that PR person who had to like make that graphic and write that entire thing because like I that was 100% under duress like that had to have been Sarver from the top going write it write it now we're getting in front of this all this stuff but um yeah I don't know it's weird I did see something weird where somebody posted a, a, a him talking at like a a roast and like here's the things that he said at a roast I'm like Oh, but it's a roast. I feel like that, you know, I think there's some other things that we can focus on, and that kind of muddies the water with just, like, look how awful this person is. Like, I'm pretty sure he's awful, but we need concrete examples and at least people coming forward and not just a video of somebody at a comedy show trying to be funny, even though this joke sucked anyways. I think we should <laughs> boo him for his shitty jokes for they're not being funny, but not the content of them, to be honest. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll just jump in here, and, and you know, I, I think Alan really hit it with, People always make the, you know, the, the white kind of owner references in basketball. And unfortunately, that dynamic is so prevalent in the league. Uh, it sucks. Uh, you know, I think it more should be done to kind of change structures. And, you know, I'm, I'm all for, you know, guys like Draymond trying to even, you know, push it further to say, like, we shouldn't use the word owner. And, yeah, and just governor now. Of, oh, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's governor now. And I think. This to me, like I, I, I only read one ESPN article, and you know, it kind of starts out with uh, saying of these accusations, and you know, James Jones being like, I, you know, this isn't the guy I recognize. But then all the Earl Watson stuff, the Vince Carter thing you mentioned, you know, he pants somebody in front of people, like this. Just this seems like a a, a rich person absolutely gone wild, and like my my kind of like you know, I should say rich white man gone wild. <laughs> And like my, my first, the first time I heard about this was, um, you know, I was like researching things for my uh, WNBA podcast and apparently like he did something to Tarasi once because uh, he also owns the Mercury. Um, and, you know, this guy is just absolutely out of control, it seems. And 
uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff from his lawyer that is just purely denying, you know, allegations. But there's a lot of players. There's a lot of people. And, you know, like Alan said, coming out in front of this did put uh, a spotlight on it. And I think it's pretty clear that it's it's very toxic. And he's the common denominator. Like one, you know, stat I'm going to mess up a little bit in the article was like, I think they've had eight or nine GMs and like 10 coaches in like a, I don't know, 13, 14 year period. So that to me says a lot. Yeah. Trash, 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 trash. Sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah. A lot in there, but yeah, no, I think owners, you know, they're all of a different breed. It's all these like rich dudes who have this weird fantasy of like, uh, I don't know, being a part of a championship NBA team, even though they've never had played sports, never touched the ball, yet they yeah. get to touch the trophy first, and they own that. things. And I, that fucking pisses me the fuck off. That's like the worst thing that the anthems and that. Oh, don't get me started on the anthems. Uh yeah, no, I, it's 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 uh, they're all weird kind of energies, and I don't know. And the best is Mark Cuban, so that says a lot, you know. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> Get out of here, Balmer. Um, all right, I want to. I want to bring it back to something like we put out some polls this week. Woo! Poll, poll, poll. Poll of the week: Who is the better coach, Doc Rivers or Mike Budenholzer? I want to go to Dexter because I already. We already know what he's going to say, but yeah, Doc Rivers for sure, right? Yeah. The Instagram lose. poll this week was 50-50 Coach Doc, Coach Bud. Um, on Twitter, it was actually 54 Mike Budenholzer, uh, 46 for Rivers. So I guess we have Coach Bud as the winner. Are, are we shocked? Um, I, I, I want to say a lot of recency bias, maybe, that added to it. Yeah, it, you know, 13 votes we got. Yeah, so Bud Budenholzer kind of slipped it in. I think if, if yeah, Budenholzer winning the championship just recently, I think saved his entire legacy. Uh, I think he is upward failure personified. He always looks like he's bet like his entire mortgage on a horse that just lost. And he's thinking about his wife and kids and what's going to happen. He always has that kind of perpetual face like that. But as far as schemes and what goes, I I don't know. I think I voted for Doc Rivers, to be honest. So I'm going to say Doc Rivers is the better coach just by default. Because he's not personally ruining his team at every single chance. He sometimes does, but I don't think he gets in the way as much as much. Freddie. I think it's pretty tight, actually. And I feel like both both coaches kind of, like, have a a lot for them and a lot against them. I do think Bud has coached a lot of winning seasons and had some pretty spectacular playoff losses. But, uh, I mean, again, you know, similar to Rivers for me, when you there's just such a like a, a small amount of coaches that have won an NBA championship, I remember like you know when, um, oh God, why, why am I blanking out? Um, uh, yeah, to, when Ty Lue won for the Cavs, I feel like he got no credit. And to me, I just I don't get that because you, you really got to manage players, you got to manage personalities, and you know it's just so r- ridiculously hard to even get to a finals, and you know then win a ring. So. To me, that's just a massive accomplishment. And even if it is recency bias, I, I think I'm probably like, I think that's pretty accurate. 54, fi- uh, you know, 54, whatever. Uh, I, I'm bad at math, I guess. Uh, 46. Um, yeah, 54, 46 for, for Bud, I think is pretty appropriate. All right. Certified hater boy, Dexter. 
Doc always loses, let's be honest. So I'll go off the board and pick what Freddie said. I'll go by Ty Lue. Ty Lue is the best coach in the league. Uh, he's, it's not he's, even an option. <laughs> that Ty is Lue, off the board. personal friend. Uh, he has a championship with the Cavs. He took uh, the garbage Clippers that uh, Doc Rivers couldn't take to the West Finals. To the West Finals last year. So, so, Ty Lue. so are they garbage or is the it the coach? You didn't put other. <laughs> Dexter, I want to play Fortnite with you. I feel like you just go crazy. <laughs> just yeah. straight Leroy Jenkins into the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, want to follow, I want to follow Leroy Jenkins around for a day. That's like hanging around with Dexter. Um, let Coach us know. Let's the polls are still fun. open, so you can still vote for who the best is. Leroy Jenkins. The Jenkins. got chicken. Um, um, you can let us know who you think the better coach is. It's on the at, B, at below the hardwood Instagram and at BTH on NBA on Twitter. We also put out another poll, which I'm going to quickly glance over. Um, it was actually, a, it was, it was, it was one sided. <laughs> who wins this Morris twins or the, uh, Yoke, brother Jokic. And obviously a hundred percent, uh, I voted for the brother Jokic. You do not want to fight these dudes. I'm sorry. No. You don't. You just don't want to do it. And yeah. I leave it at that. Even if um, the if Morris Twins got some weird secret language that they made up, which I'm for, for sure they have, yeah. uh, I don't think that's going to help them in tactics against these two, uh, those uh, the brothers, Jokic, as you said. Uh, no. I don't think so at all. Not at all. And and they got the um, like the New Day vibe because like they got three of them. So like you could technically be fighting like. I- you could sub in Yoke. You could sub in Nikola. I happen. think I think Nikola. Even if you don't have Nikola, I think those two brothers want smoke. They don't care what type of smoke. They just want it. They're great. If I'm Vince McMahon, I'm trying to sign them to the WWE right now. <laughs> um, all right, Raptors time. We, we can't have Freddie Revis on here and not talk a little of Raptors. Thank uh, you, Freddie. We got Pascal <laughs> back. We got KD shouting out uh, Scotty Barnes after he got stripped. Let, like, let's talk about it. what do you like about the Raptors? Does Pascal put them back into top East heavyweight contention? I like everything about the Raptors. Uh, I'll say right off the bat, I don't think um, Pascal puts them into top East contention, but I think that anyone that thought the Raptors were like a, a play in or lower team really kind of misread the overall talent that Masai had accumulated. I feel like this is, if you're a hardcore Raptors fan, it's going to be a fun year because, you know, I, I was saying, uh, I was saying yesterday, I feel like Masai is doing, he's doing his thing. He's doing winning and developing in a bold way at the same time. And he, he's trying to do both. And what's the percentage of win versus development? I don't exactly know, but clearly, you know, in a lot of ways, Scotty has found money. Um, you know, Delano's found money. And uh, I think eventually Precious, you know, it's not found money because it was earned because we held on to Kyle. But I do think that this team, or sorry, Svi was the other guy I think is kind of found money that is just going to immediately add to the overall talent of the team. And uh, yeah, I have them at six in the East. I feel like there will be some ups, some downs, some weird stylistic stuff. But uh, they're incredible. Uh, I think the idea that they were going to, not be a relevant team 
is already kind of over for me. I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe they start to lose a bunch, but I, I don't see it. I see them getting better the whole year. Yeah. And you know, but that, but again, that's gonna that's gonna be like better the whole year. Could very likely lose in the first round. It's kind of where I have them in my head. I I'm not gonna lie. I was kind of down on them earlier this season, and and I was talking with family. They're like, they're like oh, Raptors are gonna be top four. I'm like, uh, no, I don't. I don't see that. I could see them playing. Um, but I got a little bit higher on them now that we actually seen a Scotty Barnes game and, and man, Katie had nothing but good things to say about this kid. Um, how many times did he steal the ball from Katie? Was it just once? Oh, there, um, he played a hard D on him for a, a lot of the game, but that strip, that one stripper, he looked like he took his lunch money. That's actually, no, he had two steals. Yeah. He just went under, went yoink. And then he does that thing that Scotty does where he looks back at the defender and then dunks it. Oh, I, I am I am on board, man. Scotty, Scotty, Bar- and it's special. He is so special. And if we redid the draft and we were number one pick, I would say take Scotty. I know everyone's on Evan Mobley right now. I think Evan Mobley's great. He's going to do great mm-hmm. too. But I rather have Scotty Barnes on my team. I think he is. Yeah, I think once again, found money, fourth pick. No one thought that was going to be the pick. Amazing player, uh, honestly. And if if he didn't go with out with foul trouble against the Raptors uh, or against the Nets, sorry, um, on Sunday. It would have been a whole different game. You really saw the the disappearance of that energy on the defensive end uh, uh, for that game. So Scotty Barnes is doing all this stuff and in, in, in infecting the Raptors with a winning mentality. And he's a rookie. And he's a rookie. The end of the day, like he is crazy. I love him. Dex, uh, I man, I love Gary Trent Jr. Shout out Gary Trent Jr. I just Me love too. how like great trade for Norman Powell. Um, but two totally things agree. we could do with Pascal. One, send him to the bench. Just throw that out there. Send him to the bench. We want to groom our uh, our younger players. Uh, like we want Scotty Barnes in the starting lineup. We want OG. I want Gary Trent in the starting lineup. I want uh, Freddie in the starting lineup. And then just get a center. It doesn't matter who. Um, so maybe send him to the bench. Or... You know what? It's November. Uh, it's close to December. It's close to Christmas. Why don't we package him up in a nice little bow with Drogic, send him on his way, and trade his ass? Because I'm ready. I'm ready for Pascal to go. Hater. There you go. Christmas gift to any team. Who wants them? Simmons will take you. McCollum will take you. I will take anyone for this guy. This I'm sorry. sorry. Why are you so disrespectful? He played well in his return game. He had one good year. That's <laughs> one it. Year. One good year. One good play in the finals. And that's because he was the fourth option. He played well because he was the fourth option, guys. Okay. okay. Certified hater boy. We gotta, we gotta that's why. Back. Listen, if he's the sixth option, sixth man, he'll be very he'll play very well. He might like he'll He'll do maybe what Tyler Hero does. I'm st- I'm st- I'm starting maybe. to think this is personal. Like I think I you met you. Pascal yeah. Siakam somewhere, and you're like, "Yo, can I get a picture?" He's like, "Fuck no." He's slightly. And you're like, and that's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah, he, he tried some of his hot sauce. And his tongue, and, you're like, yeah, yeah, this ain't Freddy's hot sauce. This is <laughs> get him, get him. Or is it uh, Nick's? Uh, what, what was the hot sauce called, Freddie? My, my new, my new hot sauce is. Um, and shout out to my uh, my co-maker uh, Tim Moore is um, Nick's Arena Rock 
uh, we went for a really weird name this time. Basically, the play is we're back in Scotiabank and Nick's rocking because he's got his like six nine crew, and this is him like fully just unleashing, you know, his his Arkells, uh, his Arkells rock stardom. So. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of convoluted ideas went into the name, so. Yeah, I'm going to need some of them. My splash of OG is pretty much done. It's like, it's at the end right there, so. There was an OG one? Ah. Splash. Yeah. Splash of OG was last year. Um, and uh, delicious. Uh, hey, well, we still got like, um, I think we still got like 12 bottles for sale. Alan, you're on the list. All right. Dexter, Ryan, so, I can put you on standby. But, you, you know. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll get I'll take that hot sauce, please. <laughs> Anything but spicy pee. <laughs> oh my god, it all comes back to spicy dick. How dare you? Um, you just, you just hated that he did a streetcar photo shoot, didn't you? <laughs> um, we're gonna bring something. Back. I actually like that. <laughs> we're gonna bring something now. We're it's the season debut of Cap or No Cap. Who Cap Oh, also, just kind of want to point out, uh, and Raptors Twitter or, or uh, Raptors, kind of similar oh, game going on there. Not, wow. not gonna say anything. Just saying, I saw it, and that's interesting. That's all I'm gonna yeah. say. Wow. Looking like a real the hangout right now. You know what I'm saying? Gotta love being in Canada. Rob endlessly for your ideas. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, right? uh, Freddie. I think you played with this uh, last year. Cap or no cap? You tell us who's basically talking crap. Who needs to keep talking because they're it, it's right. You're correct. So these are random statements that I'm just going to read out here. The Golden State Warriors are finals bound. Is that cap or no cap? Cap's correct, right? Cap is yeah. That that's 100 percent right. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go. Uh, not a hard. No cap is lie. Oh, sorry, my bad. Yeah, you got me. Cap oh my god. No cap is yeah. <laughs> the game master. Uh, okay, then, uh, then, um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go light cap. Okay. If they could, mm. I don't think they will. Don't think they will. Okay. Not reasonable. 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 Dex. That's cap. Come on. Okay. I know the Lakers are making it. A <laughs> Russell Westbrook team led team is making it to the finals, and that's what's happening. It's we know we all know it's Lakers Nets. You said Russell. Westbrook. So that's Cap. That's Cap. Yeah. Um, Alan Shane Lewis. Just like the three of us in this podcast, Cap baby, let's go. Okay. Cap, Shepo. They're not making it to the finals. Um, I guess I'm gonna have to break this. I'm gonna say no Cap. <gasps> no Cap. I should have known with your no Cap having self right now. Do no they cap. make a trade? The why? The reason why is because Clay Thompson is in the gym and he looks good. And yeah, best back, shooter ever. You're right. Remember, Clay Thompson takes away from Jordan Poole, which takes away from other players. So, hey, Jordan Poole, find a balance. He can go six yeah, man. Gotta find, find that balance. Uh, Paul George, top candidate for MVP. Cap or no cap, Freddie? Um, that's a hard, hard cap for me. Uh, I think yeah. you know, okay. he is playing well. You know, we'll have some good stretches. I'm, I honestly, the Clippers are kind of impressing me. I, I, I had the Clippers. One of my hottest takes this year is that the Clippers would not make the playoffs because uh, I don't think they have a very good team. And I think that uh, Kawhi's not rushing back for anyone. And um, this is going to hurt in the West. But uh, he's playing great so far. So respect. But, I mean, he, you know, I'm, I just don't think he can keep it up. All right, all right. Dex, Paul George, MVP candidate. 
So you said candidate, so I'm gonna say no cap. Say no cap. Because mm. he's coached by my close personal friend, uh, Tyler. Great coach. Um, Great coach. And he was an MVP candidate just a few years ago, led by my uncle Westbrook. Um, <laughs> but we have, like, we talk about underappreciating. This guy broke his leg. Do we forget this guy broke his effing leg? Yeah. And now he's coming back to almost MVP candidate. Yeah. I'm gonna say no cap. Alan? Yeah, yeah. Dexter kind of swayed me. MVP candidate, sure. I'll give him top five in the league as far as that. Um, I think you know when it comes down to the MVP, it's the it's just the the, the triangle. You know, it's personal stats, uh, how your team's doing, and narrative. And I don't think he's got two of the three. So I don't I don't think I don't see Clippers doing that well. So I gotta say. No cap, but no also cap. cap. You know what I'm saying? I'm in that area where he's not okay. going to MVP, but he'll be an MVP candidate. You're wearing a visor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> visor, visor. Yeah. Yeah, a little you're, bit, you're, but also. You're showing off that fire tuck haircut. <laughs> it's like I want you to see my head, but also don't look at my, you know, where my hairline is. That's what I don't want you to see. That's right. Uh, I will go no cap. Hey, no cap. Man, like what he's doing with them right now is actually impressive. Like I've, I've watched a couple Clipper games. He's playing out of his mind. Plays hard. Has won them some tight games. Um, I like Terrence Mann over there. Um, a hunt like a lot. So I feel like the Clippers are going to be a, like a nice mid seed, maybe a four or five team somehow in the West, even off of just Paul George and Terrence Mann and um, Bobby Schmurda light alone. But um, no, I got I got Paul mm-hmm. George top MVP candidate for sure. Um, we'll go to Allen for this one. Squid Game ending sucked. Capital. No, it was fine. It was fine ending. It was good. No uh, cap. Cap. It was good. It didn't suck. It was good. All right. All right. Dex, Squid Game ending sucked. No cap. No cap. I'm with LBJ. Let's go. I'm Team Space Jam 2. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Freddy, did you watch Squid Game? I should have asked that before. Uh, I've only watched the first episode. You so, piece of uh, shit. No, I'm joking. Cap or no cap, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Cap. Cap. The first episode is exciting. Give me your thoughts. Visor. Visor. Cap or no cap? Are you going back to it? I'm going to go back to it. I'm going to wear a visor uh, and I'm going to shave <laughs> just the middle of my head. <laughs> okay. No cap. Um, and Freddie, cap or no cap? Kevin Durant, best player in the league today. Uh, I'm going to say uh, cap. I said okay. Giannis I have for a while. Um, I, think, I, I think KD is like so, so ridiculous. But I do think that people are... Um, it, 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 the, the, there's a there's a vibe where we're so excited to see him play at this level, you know, after his Achilles. But he only played half the season last year. He was incredible in the playoffs. Foot on the line. Don't care. You lost. And that's just that. Uh, so for me, it's Giannis. Once he's dethroned, you know, even the MVP last year was Jokic. So I think KD is like a living legend, but I don't think he's the currently the best player. Fair enough, fair enough. Dex? Come on, man. <laughs> you know it's uncle. <laughs> Russell, I Russell, Russell. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to agree with Freddie. I think he's honest. But, you know, Russell, <laughs> right now, he's just on a you know? So, uh, I okay. think it's Russ. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Alan? Uh, I'm going to go no cap. No cap. I'm a th- I no think cap. Kevin Durant is probably the best player in the NBA currently right now. And that 
It took a lot of soul searching to finally let go of LeBron, but like, you know, LeBron is 19th season, mm -hmm. you know? He doesn't affect the game the same way that he used to, and also it's a regular season, so he's not going to be out there doing the same stuff. And what I saw from Kevin Durant these last couple of games is just like, it's it's, it's insane, and they're starting to click, yeah. so I got to give it to Kevin Durant. Mm -hmm. I'll join in. I'll say no cap. No, no cap. No cap. Uh, Kevin, KD is the best player in the league. No cap. Um, I thought that coming into the season. Um, Giannis kind of slowed down a little bit. He, uh, Milwaukee, I think they have their moments where they're like, okay, what's going on? But then mm -hmm. they'll look like world beaters the next game. But so far, KD's kind of been consistent for that Nets team when James Harden's been kind of like trying to find his way again. So uh, I will go KD. And uh, back to Freddie again. Avocados are overrated. Cap or no cap? Major cap. I don't know where this question's coming from. Go to the <laughs> Bella Managua. Get an avocado salad. You don't like that? I don't like you. You know what I mean? Um, okay. Yeah, I know there's the whole avocado toast thing. Whatever. Avocados are used <laughs> for a lot of different reasons. They're delicious. How This question is just downright offensive. I almost think it's <laughs> because of it. Hey, it's a statement. It's a statement, and we don't know who made the statement. Could be oh, anyone. Man. Well, I'm Was sending the Jokic brothers on him. Whoever made this thing, <laughs> watch out, because you got two guys that got nothing to lose coming at you. <laughs> um, Dex, avocados are overrated. Uh, avocados are kind of like Dame Lillard. They're definitely overrated. So oh, I'm gonna say no cap. I'm going to take shots at <laughs> Just... I didn't get my <laughs> so I had, to, I had to throw that in there. But okay. no cap, it'll okay. be no anything cap. for me. What do you bring to my sandwich? What do you bring to my turkey sandwich? Don't bring nothing. Nothing. I'll put, I'll put anything else than avocado. Yeah, Come I think you should check you. out inside the you, you a basic Starbucks white bitch that I think there might be two shirts <laughs> I think there might be two shirts up here. Not you, Freddie. You're nice. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you guys? You come with, you come with me to the Bellman Egg where you have that in a salad. See it in a new light. I, maybe I need to try avocado with some hot sauce. But, but yes. But okay, yes, okay. Yeah, this is a tropical thing, okay? But you, that's you, the you problem. Where it comes from. Okay. I'm gonna say no, no cap, cap because exactly what you just said there. It's all the things you're adding to the avocado. Avocado can't do anything on its own. Avocado doing nothing out here. Avocado tastes like Vaseline and imagination. It makes no sense why it's so beloved by so many people. All right. Oh, you guys it's hate not... bananas too? You hate plantains? <laughs> <laughs> no, plantains putting in work. All right. Plantain is uh, underrated, uh, to be honest. Plantain, plantain is overrated too. No, oh, it's not. Oh, get out of here. Get out. No, you fry. You fry a plantain. You tell me what's good. Put a little brown sugar on that. You guys hate rice and beans. Unripe banana. Hello. <laughs> Rice and beans are delicious. Don't get me wrong. But avocado's not doing anything out here, all right? It's being supported by everyone else, but it's the star for some reason. Why is it the star? That's I'm not saying it's the right star. There. It's a part of the team. It's a necessary part of the it's team. Like, it's like uh, Peter Quill being the leader of the Guardians of the Galaxy when he ain't got no powers. He ain't got no powers, Lieutenant Dan. What's going on? If this is... Thank you, Andrew Hamilton. It's delicious. If, if this was like... If I'm in the movie Inside, I'm the angry guy and his head's blowing off right now. <laughs> Just... Podcast of lies. Uh, <laughs> um, well, okay, last question and we are out. Wait, what's your... What's, oh, what's you oh, with... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie to you guys. 
I think it's overrated. Avocado. Oh my god. Oh, it's overrated. Yeah, that's why this we're friends. Is, this is entrapment. Yeah. <laughs> Get some. Get some. Is this an intervention? <laughs> like, if you want to put it, if you want to give me some nachos and I'll make some block. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Want, like, sure. Avocado toast with some pepper and eggs. Okay. But, like, plain avocado. Ugh. If it's already made for me, I'll eat it. I'm not going to put in work and find the right four seconds where this avocado's fresh for some reason because it's not good before or after. I'm not putting in that work to figure out an avocado. Done. Who is having isolated avocado? <laughs> that, that should tell you that it's not good. If it can't, can't stand on its own, it's not good. Maybe you need to re-question what you're eating avocado for. If you just like the accoutrements on the avocado. None of you guys are ever allowed to have guacamole anymore. <laughs> yeah, you're banned. Hey, you're banned. We're banned from guacamole. If I see you eating guacamole at a restaurant, I'm going to I'm going to call the Jokic brothers. I'm going to call the Jokic brothers. I'm going to step on these guys' ankles. <laughs> okay, avocado police over here. <laughs> we need to move on. Ben Simmons plays a game for the Sixers this season. Cap or no cap, right? This one's hard. I I actually think that um, you know I've been wanting to see a owner kind of be like take the the tough road like this. Uh, sorry, you know uh, a, a, a governor um, take like this road where I remember when when Irving was forcing his way out, out of Cleveland. I just wanted to see what it would be like if 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 the top of the team said no, like we're not losing value in this situation, and it's happening. And I think that. At some point, he's gonna play, but I, I mean, this is really tight for me. So I'm—I mean, I could easily be swayed. I'll say, wait, I forget how the question was framed. So Ben will play a game for the Sixers this season. A game. Yeah. Okay. I'll say no cap, but it's like I could easily be swayed. No cap. Next. Um. Okay. I'm gonna say no cap. I no think cap. If you want his value to go up, he needs to play. No cap. And, and money, money wise, if he keeps getting fined, like he he won't be able to take that. Like I'm sure he has millions banked, but man, getting fined 365 is that what it is? Like 365k a game? Like man, I wouldn't take that. I I yeah. play no matter what. Whether he plays no well or not is a question, uh. but he'll play. Alan? Yeah, I say no cap. I think the night no of his cap. trade, you'll see him on an away game. He'll be suited up, and he'll play that game. But I don't know if he's going to be playing in Philly. And no cap. All right. I got no cap. I, uh, he's going to play at least a game. At least a game. We'll see. Uh, and last question to close it out. Uh, Dame Lillard end season in Blazers jersey. Freddie. Okay. Let me say um, no cap. I think that uh, maybe he should be traded. And no cap. I feel like he's not going to force his way out. And the Blazers, I don't know. I think they're kind of stuck in no man's land, but I feel like thats it's still not going to happen. Dex? I'm going to say no cap. Man, Dame is no cap. loyal to the core, but mm -hmm. that's going to be the the downfall of them. And right now, like, does I know people might want Dame, but do you want this version of Dame? Do you want 18-point Dame? Like, do you want one free throw game dame like it's scary like it's it's not who he is maybe there's a underlying injury or something that we don't know of and Alan? 
Uh, cap. No cap. No cap. No cap. Yeah. I think he does end the season in the Blazer jersey. Uh, I think he keeps saying it so often that it, it's just going to look so comical if he does get traded. So I probably see a CJ McCollum move first, to be honest. So, yeah, he ends the season in the Blazer jersey. See, it's, it's, a, it's a hard question because, like, he's not going to come out and say it. But I feel like if it does happen, the team will obviously go to him and be like, so we have this, if you want it or not. And he'll sign off. I just don't see it happening for now. I think he rides it one more year. I think he just rides out the end of his contract. So I'm going to say hey, no cap. Um, hmm. I, I say he ends it in the Blazer jersey. Um, I think he rides out his contract. And at that point, you're, you're not going to see him pull a James Harden. You're not going to see him pull a Ben Simmons. He's an honorable dude. He will stay with his contract. And then he'll give it a hard, a hard look at it. So, hmm. yeah, that is cap or no cap returning for the first time this season. And man, uh, what an episode of Below the Hardwood. Uh, Freddie, thank you for joining us today. Where can the world find you? What are you doing these days? Um, well, uh, right right now I'm doing, uh, I'm doing actually audience warm-up for Family Feuds two more weeks. Hey. So uh, if you want to come check me, uh, go wild and, and give away some sweet Family Feuds swag, uh, come get some oh, toques. Yeah. Come get some socks. Uh, come see me hype up Jerry D and and watch families uh, maybe win money. It's it's pretty fun. Uh, I mean, you know, it's family excuse. You know what it is. But uh, yeah, other than that, you know, ch- check out my podcast. Uh, I'm doing the pickup with Catherine Niker. Uh, I'm doing the Confederacy of Dunks later today with you, Ryan. Um, and uh, yeah, check me out on Twitter. Uh, F R E. Double D I E R I V A S and uh, follow me on Institute Freddie Noel Rivas. And um, yeah, you know, just also catch me loving life that, uh, you know, basketball is back. And uh, I got my first Raptors game December 5th against the Wizards, which I guess are good now. <laughs> they, damn. They won that Russell Westbrook trade, didn't they, Dexter? Um, uh, <laughs> listen, uh, listen, listen, a team, if, if, you bring, if you bring some championship DNA to a team, you know, it'll, it might work for a little bit. So who's my uh, KCP? You know, they need some championship DNA. What does Russell bring? Not that, right? Yo, don't worry. He's bringing a chip. He's bringing uh, a chip. Down. Avocado chip on his shoulder and then a chip. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, where can the world find you today? Uh, the Alan Shane on Twitter, Alan Shane on Instagram, uh, Shoeless Lewis on Twitch. Uh, where else? Uh, oh, watch the Great Canadian Bacon Show. 8 p.m. on CBC and CBC Jam. And then this Monday, finally, this Monday, uh, I will be finally. on, uh, what's it called? Roast Battles Canada. So check that out. That's going to be on CTV Comedy at 10.30 p.m. Make sure to watch that. I saw that live. Alan was amazing. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, uh, and you know what time it is. All right. Watch the great Canadian baking show. <laughs> Shout out Amy. You know, she going to win. Not spoilers, <laughs> probably. <laughs> but Ryan, play my mother, mother music. This censored hip hop out here. <laughs> Just for Freddy. Living my dex life. Don't forget to do triple OG on the IG, TikTok, Twitter, and Top Shot. Please send me your highlights. That 
is at R.A. Henry on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. Do not add me on Snapchat because you will be declined. This is premium. You got to pay for the pick. Okay. <laughs> at R.A. Henry on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and at Below the Hardwood on Instagram, at BTH on NBA on Twitter. And wearepress.net for all the podcasts. They're all there. Check them out. We're doing this live each week going forward. You can find us on Twitch, Alan Switch, Shoeless Lewis, um, Below the Hardwood on YouTube. And again, at BTH on the NBA, we're everywhere. And we have a nice bot that says, yo, Shane. <laughs> That's my nephew. That's it. Adi. Yo, Adi, I'll kick you crying. Thank you for rocking with us. If you make this fall, we out. Good night. Right here, Tony Albert, brother. Yeah, Tony Albert, brother. Send him on there.